Well, many of you in this audience are familiar with the name Sivan Rahav Meir, an amazing uh, Israeli media personality. In fact, uh, Globes magazine a couple of years ago called her the most popular female media personality in Israel. Uh, The magazine also had her as one of the 50 most influential people in Israel. The Jerusalem Post cited her as one of the 50 most influential Jews in the world. Wow. Uh, she's author, For us, she's author of the book Hashtag Parsha <laughs> because it's something that we are uh, studying with our family every single week. And she, of course, has been well known for her weekly Parsha Tashavua presentation in Israel. Many of you are familiar with the fact that Mizrahi, the amazing world Mizrahi organization under the leadership of Rav Daron Peretz, uh, asked Sivan Rahav Meir and her media personality husband, Yedidya Meir, to come to the United States for one year on Shlichut. And they are literally here in the U.S. as we speak. And her weekly Parsha Tashavua um, a presentation is given at Stern College in Manhattan every single week. Sivan Rahav Meir, shalom and welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, good morning. Thank you for exaggerating. How, <laughs> oh, how are you? I don't know if it's any exaggeration, frankly. Your your career is skyrocketing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing watching you go. We're so curious. We're so curious how you and Yadidya and your family have adjusted over the last couple of months to life here in the New York area. What's it been like? Wow, wow. First of all, now this morning we really adjusted. Nahum Siegel is interviewing me. Now I'm, I'm really, you know, part of the, <laughs> part of the community. <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> um, the truth is we're still learning every day. It's fascinating. I mean, I never thought, you know, we came here to, to give lectures, to give shurim, to, to teach, also to learn. I had no idea learning will be much more, uh, I would say, meaningful than teaching. Every day we, we discover something new about American Jews, um, I'm really impressed, by the way. I must tell you, I, I, I learned so much about the communities you, you built here, the schools, the shuls. How, I would say, in Israel, it's natural. Like, being a Jew, you feel it. Right. You, of course, we all have to work hard, but it's part of the atmosphere, you know? You feel Yom Kippur. Here, if you don't do something, you know, nobody will bring Semchat Torah to you. You have to, work, you have to create your community. You have to work hard on your... Judaism, you know, you know, in your Yiddish case. Mm. And here, it's fascinating, really. Every day there's something new. At Stern College, here we live in five towns. Um, we were in Manhattan, Maryland, um, and, and in Canada, Maryland, uh, many, many places. I mean, we really visit a lot of communities and trying to, you know, learn as much as we can. Now, um, you have children, uh, you know, at a variety of ages. How are they adjusting to this experience? <laughs> First of all, we asked them. We're not so crazy. We we sat together in Israel and Yerushalayim, you know, where we really live, and we asked them, uh, "Do you want to? What do you think about this adventure?" When when the world Mizrahi came up with the idea of Avdoron Peretz, you mentioned him. Uh, he has a lot of new things. He's he's arranging the Mizrahi movement is really becoming, I oh, think, yeah. more and more relevant, especially today oh, yeah. with, with his leadership. So when he came with this idea of moving to, for a year, you know, to the states. We gathered, the whole family gathered, and the kids said that the, that the coolest thing they ever heard. I mean, they, they really, really wanted to be a part of this mission, of this task, this, this shlichut. Otherwise, I think we, 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 haven't been, we, we wouldn't do it. So basically, um, 
they are, I, I want to tell you something, and maybe it's a message for those who consider Aliyah. In a way, it's much, much easier for the kids than for us. I mean, I see them, you know, after, they call it Nes Chanukah. Are you familiar with the, with the phrase? They call it like the Chanukah miracle. Yeah. Like, it, many people, not, not the real miracle, they say, many parents, I asked ma- many parents, they say on Chanukah, they will speak English. They right. will be, you will see something will, you know, I want to tell you, you can even talk about Nes Cheshvan before Chanukah. Right. Um, the way they're treated here, the community, the warm hospitality, the kids, you know, in their classes, they really treat them well and they, they it's a, I think kids adjust much faster. And I, I want to tell you, that they, they even told me a sentence a few days ago, Ima, the America, the Tsefer, the Kef. Should I translate? <laughs> yes. Ima, the America, the Tsefer, school is fun. Yeah. I told them, yeah, because at the, at the beginning of the year, I told them, we don't really care about the grades. <laughs> right. Uh, you only study the Mude Kodesh and as much as you can learn English. But, you know, I don't really ask them to to know American history. Right. When there's no Bagrut, it's really fun, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sivan Rahav Meir is with us. But he writes, Daniel Gordis writes that in his first book, if I'm not mistaken, about Hanukkah uh, being the, the time when he realized that his kids had adjusted well enough to Israel to actually want to stay there. So it's interesting you say that. I guess it works in reverse as well when you say that by Hanukkah your kids will be able to speak yeah, English. I, I, I don't want to compare. I mean, they miss Israel. We yeah. miss everything. We miss not only the holy places. It's, I thought I will miss the Kotel. Okay, that's obvious. I think I miss being a Neumah, you know. Right. I miss I miss Rakevet Akala. I miss right. everything. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a cottage, we really, it's our homeland. But yeah, it's, it's, it's for us inspiring to know there's such a huge, important community here. Look, they don't have Shalom Falafel in the five towns. It's as simple as that, you know. <laughs> now, I was told that once Haraf Peretz, and by the way, you're so, when you come into this studio, one day I hope you'll come in here for an hour and we can really talk about things for a while. But th- then we'll spend some time talking about how he took a completely dead Mizrahi organization, and I'm sorry to say it like that, and has brought it to such vibrant life, it's unbelievable, but that's for a different day. But I was told that once the announcement was made, within days there were 300 requests by communities in the United States to have you and Yedidya visit them for a Shabbat or during the week. Is that an exaggeration, or is that what happened? <laughs> but I, I was shocked, too, and it showed me you know, how, how connected we are, how people are interested, because if it, the communities, maybe some of them heard about me, but some of them just heard there's a journalist coming from Israel, an Orthodox uh, journalist, we want to hear. And it's really flattering, not in the personal, you know, they, it's not me. It's, it's our, I would say, our deepest connections, our uh, identity, our heritage. A lot of communities reached out to us, and I do want to say we will not be able to, you know, to come to every shul, although um, the smallest that are really writing these letters, it's really touching, but um, I will not be able to come physically anywhere. People are really invited, you know, they really, I think, should follow if they're interested Everywhere. I mean, on, on Facebook, we, right. we broadcast live the weekly shiur right. at Stern College. You know, we're there every Tuesday night in Manhattan. Um, we, it's, you can sh- see it live on my Facebook, YouTube. I mean, the people there, why you people are working hard in order to reach, you know, American Jews all over. If you're not physically in Manhattan and it's okay, you can watch for from Yerushalayim or from Kansas. It, it, so, it, um, it must be difficult, though. I mean, you had such a following, a physical following 
in Israel and to have hundreds and hundreds and sometimes more, and sometimes even the president of Israel coming to your shiur and then wondering what it's going to be like in Manhattan. Are you getting those types of numbers here as well? <laughs> no, we do not have 1,000 people. It's like attending. It's okay. First of all, it's a lesson to, to your ego, I think. <laughs> Anything with, I, by the way, you, you study everything I study here, I think, teaches me about, um, in Israel, I don't want to brag, but even as a mother, you know, in the class, I was like the mother, the strong mother in the, in the WhatsApp group, telling the mother was, when I will do this, deciding, you know. And here I'm like the Nebuchadnezzar mother. You know, I was your Yiddish. You know, <laughs> the, the slow mother asking all the embarrassing questions. Should we bring a snack? Should we bring a... Are you sure there's a neat check? Sounds quite weird. Okay, so you do a neat check and I should bring a snack. White shirt. What is PTA? What is pre-1A? You know, they don't teach it when you learn Anglite. They don't teach you all these. Once uh, a woman in uh, the WhatsApp group here wrote, uh, GM, please, PM, PLZ, TM. <laughs> I'm like, what? TM, it's tomorrow. GM is good morning. PM, private message. And PLZ, if my teacher, in, you know, in Israeli high school, I can't write PLZ. I see, I see my teacher. She will yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, you know what you remind me of, by the way, when my sister uh, made Aliyah and her, her first child was born in Israel, so she got a notice once he went to school, she got a notice that there's going to be a field trip. So she's thinking like an American mother, you know, they're going to go to a museum, they're going to go to a few exhibits, you know, a field trip. <laughs> and and she, she didn't realize that in kindergarten there'll be a 30-kilometer hike, and that's the way it works in Israel, you know. <laughs> so you remind me about the difference in culture with that. Uh, are you able, you know, we love listening to your show with Yadidya before we start on Friday morning, because your show in Israel is on just until, well, when the clock was regular, when it was a seven-hour difference. Uh, your show ended at 6 o'clock Eastern time on Friday morning. Are you still able to maintain the show on a weekly basis? Yeah, not only on a weekly basis. My husband, every morning, he has a morning show for Radio Kolchai here where we live. We brought the equipment. Today it's very simple. So we basically have a radio station here in the middle of, you know, Five Towns, and every morning he has a show, Yedidia, uh, broadcast from here, and then goes to sleep. You know, he finishes with the morning show, right. and then he goes to sleep. Right. And, then, and then we have uh, the weekly show, show, of course, on Galei Tzal every Friday. Um, we share, you know, once again, people are really interested in you. I mean, you personally, but American Jews. Right. We talk a lot. We talk a lot about, about the experiences here. People are not so aware, you know, to the differences, the cultural differences, um, the bonds, what you feel towards us. We talk a lot about it. At first I thought, oh, who will be interested? Why? Let's talk about guns. Let's talk about Netanyahu. Right. And I see, I read all the feedbacks, reactions, you know, people really want to hear about this experience here. So for us, you know, it's, it's, not, it's also telling the Israelis, What's going on here abroad, and what are you facing here? How many people here ask you if there's going to be a prime minister in Israel? Wow. <laughs> My kids, uh, when I came back, you know, I, I went to Israel covering the election, voting and covering the elections. And when I came back, the kids asked, Mommy, we think you're going to fly again in three months, right? Yeah, so, uh, exactly. Basically, <laughs> one, of, one of my kids told me, he said, Mommy, I know we're the only democracy in the Middle East. 
But aren't we a little bit exaggerating with that democracy thing? <laughs> too, too many elections, yeah. right? Too many elections. I love too it. Too many, too many. <laughs> See, Vaughn, before you go, and, and look, I, I really hope we'll have a chance to sit down and, and do this for because uh, I have so many questions to ask you. Uh, but I, 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 I must tell you, and it, my family will not admit it because they think I'm crazy every time I take out the book, but we love your book, Hashtag Parsha. It has so many wonderful insights. I have to ask you before uh, you leave us today on this Erev Sh- almost Erev Shabbat Parshas Noach. What was he? Was Noach a good guy? Not such a good guy? How do how do you view a Noach as a personality? Wow. Um, first of all, it, it, dep- it's always, it depends what's, uh, what's the comparison. If you compare him to Avraham Avinu, that's our model. We do not say Noach Avinu. We say Avraham Avinu, because Avraham, uh, like all of us, was a shaliach. We are all shlichim. Even if the Mizrahi movement, you know, does not come to you until you are a shaliach, every Jew is a shaliach. And Avraham Avinu started the shlichut movement in our world. So, of course, if you compare him to Avraham, he was, uh, Avraham was, uh, you know, was, uh, he's the role model. But if you compare him to his awful, awful, corrupted generation, of course, he's a tzaddik. But let me, um, if you mention my book, Hashtag Parashayim, thank you for that, let me just, Tell you that uh, this Chanukah Bezrat Hashem, a new book is coming up oh. in English oh. with Art, Art Scroll. They will publish our book about Rabbi Yaakov Edelstein of Blessed Memory, our Rav from Israel. We wrote a book in Hebrew and it is translated into English right now. I mean, as we speak, Bezrat Hashem, uh, you will have a new book for Hanukkah to your family. Fantastic. Now we, now we know when we can get together and have a full-length conversation. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> um, all right, so the lectures are open to the public at Stern College. If people want information about bringing you to their community, you and Yadidya, they can contact the Mizrahi. Anything- the Mizrahi office, just Google my name and see my site, the internet site, sivanravmeir.com, and, uh, you know, move forward from there. All the information is there. The lecture schedule, it's all there, right? Yeah. Tadara Ba, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Have a good day. A, pl- a pleasure. Sivan Rahav Meir, everybody. There she is. The book, as she just described, is coming out before Hanukkah. Hopefully we'll finally have that opportunity to sit down with her for an hour, and I'll get a chance to ask her all those questions that I want to ask, and she'll have an opportunity to discuss uh, her recent projects, including that brand new book. Sivan Rahav Meir, check her out online. The book is called, the, the, the book I'm referring to is Hashtag Parsha. It really is uh, uh, filled with a lot of wonderful Devray Torah on a uh, Parsha schedule, which you will see uh, when you check it out. More coming up. You're listening to a um, Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM.